Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hayo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver, there's danger ahead. Dan Reed, the nephew of the Lone Ranger, was riding the Son of Silver when he saw a handbill tacked to the trunk of a tree. He reined up, read the notice, then... Great day, another reward poster. Almost the same as the one we saw a couple weeks ago. Victor, this is something the Lone Ranger's got to know. In a hurry. Come on, Victor. Come on, there. Get along, boy. Master Victor, get those hoofs going. Come on, Victor. The 14-year-old lad had become an expert horseman under the careful coaching of the Lone Ranger. The young white stallion he rode was filled with willing strength and untried power. For the first time, Dan urged the colt to the fullest speed, racing across the plains, leaping over narrow streams, dodging around big rocks. Come on, Victor! Those hooves were shod with silver, the same as the horse of the Lone Ranger. They hammered the ground with ever-increasing speed until... There he is! There he is, Victor! Oh, boy, hold oh. Dan, I saw you coming. I had to hurry. Instead of waiting for you and Tonto to join me when I got to the gap, I had to come back. Here, look. Look what I found. A handbill? Another reward notice. 
You're being hunted again. Oh, and Dan find another poster for capture of Lone Ranger? That keeps strange. Yes. Take a look, Tonto. $5,000 reward, dead or alive. Uh, there's something mighty wrong. You haven't been around this part of the country for months, have you? No, Dan. Toto, the town ahead is called Billsgate, isn't it? Not right. Maybe we can find Jim Jackson there. Who's Jim Jackson? The last time we were through here, Jim Jackson published a little newspaper, Billsgate Herald. If anyone knows what's behind this notice, Jim Jackson does. Come on, Silver. Get him up, scout. As the trio reached the top of a hill overlooking the town, they knew that something was wrong. There was no sign of life in the dusty street. The buildings appeared deserted. Closer inspection showed that the doors of the cafe were broken down and the windows smashed. I still don't see any signs of life. Do you suppose everyone's left the town? It begins to look that way. We look inside building. Oh, Scott, oh, fella. Oh, Silver. Dan, stay here with the horses. Yes, sir. We're looking at the cafe, Toto. Anyone in town will know it by the condition of things there. Dust plenty thick on porch. No one walk here for some time. We'll have to step over the remains of the door. The place is deserted. Uh, I'm not leaving hurry. All stock taken away. Yes. Whoever owned the place has moved. Yeah, we look next door. That's where Jackson's printing office was. Ah. No sign gone from door of office. Everything of value was taken from the cafe. The building seemed to have been abandoned. Not right. Stand back, Tonto. Me look inside. No, nothing left here. The Jackson's gone too. There's some old copies of the Herald here. Maybe they'll have something to tell us. Uh, what you find? Here, Tonto. The last issue of the paper. Uh-huh. An article by Jim explaining that this will be the last issue of the paper while crime runs rampant and unpunished in the town of Billsgate. This is Jim's own style of writing. He says he's going to his ranch at Three Pines and live there in peace and quiet until law and order comes to town. Jim Jackson at Three Pines. Uh, that's where we'll find him. friend of mine at camp nearby, Jim. I came here to see you alone. You're a sight for sore eyes. We've had bad times in this part of the country. I did what I could to whip up some law and order through my newspaper, but it was no use. You knew, of course, that I was blamed for everything. I saw the handbills. I have one with me. I knew you weren't the killer, but what I said was like rain on the ocean. Didn't mean a thing. Who is the killer? I wish I knew. How'd he work? The truth is, there was more than one killer. There were at least six of them. How do you know? The sheriff knew it, too. We could tell by the footprints. But the sheriff seemed downright anxious to keep what he knew to himself. One after another, the folks in Billsgate were threatened, robbed, shot at, and pestered until they moved out. Well, don't ask me why. I don't know why. By these six men? Six, at least. Yet everything was blamed on one man, the Lone Ranger. It was Sam Slotkin that caused that. Wasn't his fault, though. Who's he? Sam Slotkin? Yes. He ran the cafe. Oh, yeah. He was one of the first that got shot. He was creased in the arm by a bullet. He said the man that did it came into his living quarters back of the cafe late at night and told him to clear out. To back up what he said, this hombre fired once. Well, Sam didn't take it seriously, so the critter sent him a bullet with another warning. 
Then Sam packed his liquor and moved out. Why did Sam blame me? Well, he just said the critter that shot him wore a mask and called himself the Lone Ranger. Everyone else left town, too. Yeah, I was one of the last to go. Nothing to stay around for. Were you threatened? No, but plenty of the others were. I've been thinking on this thing till I'm downright dizzy, and I can't figure out any reason why the town would be cleared out that way. What could be gained by it? Who would profit? Those are gunshots. Right. What's over that way? An arroyo, a dry gulch. That's where the shooting is. I'll have a look. Steady. Come Silver. The masked man raced toward the arroyo and the sound of the shooting. But long before he reached the gulch, the firing stopped. It was only the sound of hoops approaching at a fast clip. Oh, Silver. Oh, boy. Oh. It's another one, Dan. This Don't way fire. to bring him to you. Who? Six fella. We see him. Them fire on us from trees. Now them right off trail. That way. Did they fire while you were in camp? That's right. I was giving Victor a currying when he opened up. Did you fire back? No. Me not fire back. Dan with me. Good. I could have helped if I'd had a gun. No, me not risk Dan's life. Me tell him get up and ride. Come here. Now listen to me, Dan. There's something I want you to do. Yes, sir. Go over to that ranch house and see Jim Jackson. Make a list of everyone he can think of who is threatened by the masked man. Yes, sir. He'll know who you are if you just tell him you're my friend. You'll come back there? Yes, when Tonto and I finish. First, we'll have a look at the tracks of those men who chased you. I get going now. Right. Get up, Victor. Come on, boy. Tonto, is there anything about those six you want to tell me? Well, me not get good look at them. Maybe we follow trail now, huh? Did they act as if they were shooting to kill or scare? Those fellas not shoot to scare. They were really trying to hit you? Uh, them really try... Tonto! Uh, me, me. Tonto, steady there, Kimosabe. I've got you. They did hit you. Uh, me all right. Not hurt bad. You're going to Jim Jackson's where you can have that wound treated properly. I'll lean this way from the saddle and I'll support you. Come on, Silver. Now, Dan, you can put it aside. I'm going to bandage the wound now. Golly, I didn't know they'd hit Tonto. I didn't either until he almost fell from the saddle. Now, where's Jackson? I haven't seen him since we brought Tonto inside. Oh, he left just after I got here. Oh, he did? Yeah, didn't have a chance to tell you. There's too much to be done for Tonto. He said he'd answer all the questions I could ask when he came back. Did he say where he was going? No, he, he said he'd explain it all to you if you were here. When he came back? Yeah. Oh, I see. There. How do you feel now, Kimosabe? Oh, me fine. Get strength back soon. I'm going to leave Dan here with you. Uh, maybe all right. Dan. Yes, sir? Tonto will be all right. But he'll need a lot of rest to regain his strength. He's badly weakened by the wound. I understand. Warm broth on the stove. Give him some of it when he's ready to eat. You'll be gone for quite a while? I don't know how long. Well, I'll take care of Tonto till you get back. Jim Jackson may be back before I am. I know that he'll give Tonto any attention that's needed. Jim tells you to do something, you may be fairly sure he's right. He's been in this country long enough to know what a wounded man needs. <laughs> Very well. I'll do what he says. I hope you get back soon. As soon as possible. Adios, Kimosabe. In the meantime, Jim Jackson had ridden into the nearby hills where he met a heavily built and bearded individual whom he addressed as Sam. I'll get this straight, Sam. There's one place I draw the line. Oh, there is, huh? What is this place where you draw the line? Those two your men fired on were friends of the Lone Ranger. Yeah. And the Lone Ranger himself is here. He's going to look into the crimes that drove folks away from here. <laughs> That's a good one. If we can grab him, we can turn him over to the law and get the reward. Oh, you can't. The Lone Ranger's done some mighty good turns for me in the past. 
And I won't have him hurt. Jackson, maybe you won't have anything to say about it. We've gone too far in this game to let a couple of lives stand in our way. You heard what I said. I've played along with you. I told the Lone Ranger you'd left town along with everyone else. And told him it was you that claimed he was the criminal. Why'd you have to put the blame on me? Because you're the right one. I'm going to try and send him out of here on some wild goose chase. He won't go. No, now that his friends have been fired on, he probably won't. Why did you do that? You got anything else to say? Yeah, just this. If I can't get rid of him, you'll have to tell the boys to lie low and keep out of his way till he gets through looking around. Are you all done, Jackson? That's all I've got to say. Then I'll talk him. You? Why, you have hold on. Just keep your tongue between your teeth and listen to what i got to say. The boys are getting mighty tired of doing all the hard work while you sit at your ranch and think up orders to give. We made a deal. Maybe so. But it's taking longer than the boys figured to get some cash out of it. They're getting restless. They know the sort of hombre this Lone Ranger is. They know he ain't going to leave here without finding things out. He don't do business that way. Especially with them posters calling him a killer. Slotkin, you're having a lot to say. And I'll back what I say. From now on, Jackson, I'll give the orders. You? Why, how far Hello. do you think you... The boys know where the brains are. Yeah? Well, you ask them. They're right behind you. What? You heard what Sam said? What? Are you addle-headed Take him, boys, and rope him. Now, hold on. Wait a minute. Cut him on the head. That'll cut him. Yeah, that fetched him. Good work. Now rope him and plug his mouth with a gag and toss him in the hole. <laughs> That'll keep him out of my way. And taking a ride for myself. Where to, Sam? What did you call me? Sam. Up to ten minutes ago, Sam was all right. But from now on, you critters better learn a new name for me. That name is Boz. Well, that suits us, boss. Whatever you want. Good enough. Well, now I'm going to Jim's ranch and introduce myself to the Lone Ranger and those friends of his. You won't let friendship interfere with our business, will you, boss? You know me better than that. Good. There's one sure way to get rid of troublemakers like the Lone Ranger. <laughs> I savvy. And among other things, that reward poster offers cash for him... Dead or alive. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Continue our story. After Sam Slotkin took charge of the gang and had Jim Jackson roped and gagged, he headed for Jim's house where Tonto lay wounded. 
Dan Reed was surprised at the manner in which the Indian regained his strength. But don't you think it's too soon for you to try and sit up, Tonto? Lone Ranger said you'd been hit pretty hard with that bullet. I'll need get strength back plenty quick. Try to sit up now. Well, you can't do it, Tonto. Lie back and rest until Mr. Jackson or the Lone Ranger gets here. Maybe that better. Yeah, now that's it. You want some more of that broth? Um, maybe by and by. Not now. Someone come now. Huh? I didn't hear anyone. You'll hear him soon. Yeah, now I do. But I didn't when you spoke. Golly, you sure have sharp ears. Uh, you look out window, Dan. Not, not Jackson. Not Lone Ranger. It's someone else. Uh, it is someone else. Say, but how'd you know? You didn't see Jackson right away. Uh, Jackson, not good rider. Him ride slow. This feller come fast. That's a big man. Who he is. He isn't one of the bunch that chased us. Oh. Well, I guess you're the friends Jackson spoke of, ain't you? Uh, who are you? Me? Well, I'm a friend of Jim's, too. He sent me here to say that he couldn't get back for a time. He's out following a clue he had. Uh, who are you? Hey, what's happened to you, Tonu? Did you stop a bullet? Not right. Well, let me have a look. Uh, wound all bandage. So I see. Uh, where's your mask friend? Did he hear? Uh. Him come back soon. Where'd he go? Him hunt for track a feller who shoot me. Oh, I see. I reckon he won't have much trouble finding those tracks, will he? From what Jim tells me, he's pretty doggone smart at following the trail. You bet he is. Well, I reckon the best thing for me to do is to wait here until he comes back. The chances are he'll need all the reinforcements he can get. I, I wonder if you'd go out and unsaddle my horse. I sure thing. I'd be downright grateful. And when you come in, you might bring an armful of wood for that fire. Won't take me but a few minutes. Be right back. Now, Redskin, I'll fix you to start with. Watch you. Shut up. Make a sound and I'll drill that kid. I'm going to tie you to that bunk and then gag you. Oh, you crook. You not get far. Maybe better you shoot Tonto now. That best chance for you. Well, fix these ropes so tight. You won't be bothered none by that Why are you afraid to shoot? You not dare to shoot. It would just take one shot to tell that kid there's something wrong. I'm no fool. Now get this. A yip out of you and I'll shoot that kid too. Oh, you plenty brave fella. You brave like sneaking hyena. These ropes will hold you for keeps. Dan, go away Wait. fast. Go. Take that, you screaming banshee. Make one move and I'll blow this redskin to kingdom come. But you, I thought... How many close the door? My name's Sam Slutkin. I reckon you heard about me. I said close the door. All right, Savvy. Well, I reckon I'm the next one to be hogtied. No tricks. I know all the tricks you might try. And if you so much as start one of them, this redskin will be shot. What have you done to he him? He ain't hurt. I had to hit him to shut his mouth. Toss that hunk of rope to me. Uh, this one? You know that's the one. There ain't no other. You won't get these ropes off. I'll gag you and shut that loud mouth. And then we'll wait for the Lone Ranger to get here. While Dan, bound and gagged, sat on a stool next to the bed where Tonto lay wounded and helpless, the Lone Ranger found it increasingly hard to follow the tracks of the outlaws. The tracks which had at first been clear faded into nothing as the trail led over hard rock toward the hills. Silver, there's no use going further. 
It'll soon be dark. We'll get back to Jim's house. Maybe in the morning, Tonto will be able to ride with us. Come on, boy. We'll back trail. That's it. Heading back toward the ranch house, the masked man was totally unaware of the grim reception that awaited him. Sam Slotkin sat near the open front door with his eyes glued to the tracks that led toward the distant mountains. In the rear of the room, next to the crackling fireplace, Dan sat next to Tonto. He'd noticed the brave Indian struggling carefully and quietly against the gag. Presently, as dusk descended, the gag finally fell from Tonto's mouth, and Dan leaned close. You on chair, near fire. You can move. You listen plenty careful. He tell you what to do. The Indian whispered a daring plan that would depend upon Dan for execution. It only way, Dan. Maybe it warn Lone Ranger. Dan Reed nodded that he understood. We wait till we hear hoofbeat of silver. Then you do it. Hey, what they hear? I thought I heard one of you saying something that... So, you got that gag work loose, eh? Well, that shows how careless a man can be. I'll fix it so you don't work it loose a second time. And if it strangles you, <laughs> it'll be just too bad. Tonto was gagged once again, but he'd already given the all-important instructions to Dan Reed. He lay with his ear pressed hard against the wall of the room, every sense tuned to catch the faintest sound of approaching hoofs. Darkness gathered and closed in, and the cabin was lighted only by the burning logs in the fireplace. Then, while still too far away to be heard any normal fashion, the hoofs of a horse rumbled on the ground and sent vibrations to the wall of the house. Tonto heard and turned to Dan. Then the brave lad, all caution thrown aside, leaped to his hobbled feet and threw his weight against the table. Hey, you crazy! As the table fell, an unlighted oil lamp crashed into the fire and broke. The oil spilled in every direction and flared out with great tongues of flame. Fire! Dan didn't stop at that point. He threw himself at a chair and sent it sliding into the flames. The dry wood caught like tinder, and this was quickly augmented by a bench that Dan butted into the inferno. You crazy fool! You burn yourself! Get away from here! Let me fight that fire! Get close! The house is burning! Sam made no effort to stop Dan. He thought only of his own safety, rushing from the house and leaving Tonto and the boy to be trapped. Hold on, Silver. Hold on, Jackson. What about Tonto? You can't find him. Jackson, what's the matter with you? I'll get you. Hold on, Jackson. It's enough cutting from you. Where's Tonto? Let me go. Let me go. Where's Dan? How did that fire start? Let me go. I, I Is anyone inside? No. You better clear out. There's blasted putter in there. Look at those horses, tunnels and dans. They know their masters are inside. All right, what if they are? You can't save them now. We'll see about that. Meanwhile, I want you here to answer questions. No time to rope you. It's the only way that's fast. Silver, keep back. I'll go and get them. The masked man dashed into the flame and smoke-filled room and grabbed Dan bodily, carrying him into the open air. He cut the gag and the ropes and then... It's Otto. He's in there. I will. Dan, I knocked that man out. I want him held here. He's the crook, Sam Slotkin. Slotkin, here, take one of my guns. Golly. Stand guard. Once more, the Lone Ranger raced into the building, which was now so thick with smoke that he could hardly breathe. He groped toward the corner and found Tonto lashed to the bunk. Whipping out his knife, he slashed the ropes, then lifted the Indian to his shoulder and headed for the outside. Then, a short time later... There. Now, Tonto, you can talk. How are you? (coughs) Me, all right. And that fellow, a crook... 
him plan to kill you. Stockton was a bartender, Tonto. The one who named me the killer. Ah. He seems to be one of a gang. The gang that fired on you and Dan. That's right. But why? Why did he do it? That's what we're going to find out. Dan, get my canteen from the saddle. Yes, sir. We'll douse Slotkin with water and bring him to. Then he'll talk. Yeah, but what if he won't talk? Then this man is going to talk. The Lone Ranger and Tonto applied psychology rather than violence to their prisoner. And in a shorter time than he expected, the masked man knew where the gang hid in the mountains. Later in the night, Jim Jackson tried to talk to the rest of the gang. Now, listen, boys. They just give me a chance to explain. No use, Jim. We're lined up with Slotkin now. Fact is, the fewer of us there are, the more of a split each of us will get. You mean that I'll have to... No, re- you'll have to go, Jim. It's too bad, too, because you've been a good-natured hombre. wasn't for the business, we'd like to keep you with us. But a man's got to look out for his own interests. Hey, kid, Pete, come here a minute. Uh, I don't know where those two are. They went over to take a look at the horses a while ago, and they ain't been back. Well, go see where they are, Hook. All right. I'll see. Bart, now that there's just you and Jack and Lenny, maybe I can talk. Jim, we'd like to cut you loose and let you try to escape, but if we did, Sam would have our hide for it. Hey, Bart! Hey, what? Come here a minute. Well, Lenny, you keep an eye on Jim. Uh-huh. All right, reach. What the... Get hands up. The Lone Ranger. Get me out of this. Get me free. They're going to kill me. Bart, he made me call to you. He's already roped the other two. I'll show you. Oh! Good shooting. I'll turn me loose and I'll help you. I was with him at the start. Let me confess it all. They had a gold claim. They got everyone away from town so they could keep it all to themselves. That rope's on these two, Tonto. Uh, Let me loose so I can help. Jim, Slotkin has already confessed his part. It was his idea. Perhaps, but I thought you were on the square. You're one of the few men I've misjudged. And that misjudgment nearly cost the lives of Dan and Tonto. Um, he got them tied up tight but I'll, I'll help you. They turned on me. They were going to kill me. Your partners are all lined up outside this shack. They're tied so they'll stay until I come back with the sheriff. Oh, what are you going to do with me? That's up to a jury. You as a newspaper man failed in a great responsibility. Though I've liked you, Jim. I hope the jury gives you a far greater punishment than any other member of the gang. No. And I'm going to recommend that to the sheriff. The days to come, the newspapers will have a sacred duty in giving the people the truth about things. Perhaps your case will be an example of what happens when a man in that position fails in his trust. I'm sorry, Jim. But when you think it over, I'm sure you'll see it my way. Are you strong enough to keep an eye on them, Toto? Ah, uh, me watch inside, Dan watch them outside. Them all be here when you come back. Ready, boy. Adios,
have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated.